Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. And very pleasant. Good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And last night at Citizens Bank Park, the Marlins and the Phillies opened up a three-game series. Jesus Lazardo went opposite of the right-hander Aaron Nola. And with a recap, as always, here is Glenn Geffner. A couple of struggling ball clubs getting together tonight in Philadelphia. The Marlins coming in had lost seven in a row. They were, if you go all the way back to July 6th, 16 and 38 in their last 54 games. That's exactly one third of the season. 16 wins and 38 losses. As for the Phillies, they had been red hot and they're in playoff position, but they came in having lost three straight and six of their last seven. But tonight they take an exciting ball game. They walk it off in the bottom of the ninth, 3 2, Philadelphia wins the opening game of this three-game set at Citizens Bank Park. It was a good duel between Jesus Luzardo and Aaron Nola. Both starters were really on their game here tonight, and we were scoreless until the bottom half inning number three with one out and nobody on. Luzardo went after the number nine man in the Phillies' batting order, the defensive-minded shortstop at Mundo Sosa. Here's the 1-1. That's hit well deep down the left field line. Is it fair or foul? That is a fair ball off the foul pole. A home run for Sosa and a 1-0 Phillies lead. The first home run for Sosa here in 2022, the seventh in 197 big league games for Edmundo Sosa. So it was 1-0 into the top half of the fourth. The Marlins through the first three innings didn't have a hit against Aaron Nola. They had just one base runner. Nick Fortes walked with two outs in the second. But the fourth inning began promisingly. Joy Wendell with a double. Just missed a home run, hit it off the top of the wall in right field. A fan actually reached over, interfered with the ball. It would not have been a home run, but on the fan interference call, it was a ground rule double. Wendell at second, nobody out for Brian Anderson. Here's the 1-1 pitch to Anderson. Hot smash up the middle. Pass the dive to Segura. Base hit center field. Wendell around third. He's coming home, and Brian Anderson has tied the score at one with an RBI single. And it would stay 1-1 into the sixth inning. A controversial call, a key moment in this game. The inning began with Edmundo Sosa delivering again a double. Kyle Schwarber popped to first for the first out. With Reese Hoskins at the plate, a wild pitch from Luzardo advanced Sosa to third base. Hoskins then worked a walk. And the Phillies in a 1-1 game with one out in the sixth that meant at the corners for their third baseman, Alec Baum. A lot of room down the left field line if Bohm can get in front of one. And the first pitch to him is hit high in the air to left toward the line over Anderson. Runner tagging the third, and he makes the catch. Coming toward the plate, Sosa. Andy's throw on a bounce. They got him at the plate! Brian Anderson from left field. 
with his fourth outfield assist of the season. What a throw. And that was not shallow left field where he caught the ball. That'll end the inning. That'll keep this a 1-1 game. Now let's see, do the Phillies want to challenge? Well, they did challenge. And ultimately, what they challenged and what the folks in the command center in New York saw was that Nick Fortes did not, according to the rule book, leave a lane for the runner Sosa coming into the plate. It's a rule that you may like, you may not like. It's a rule that you might agree with, you might not agree with. But by the letter of the law, my interpretation when they overturned that call was that was the right verdict. By the letter of the law, by what's in the rule book, and the call went against the Marlins. Went up being a sacrifice fly for Bohm. It gave the Phillies at that point a 2-1 to one lead. Miami would uh, stay in a 2-1 game here against the Phillies all the way into the eighth inning. Luzardo went seven for the Marlins tonight. Two runs, four hits. He walked two, struck out nine, allowed that home run to Sosa through 92 pitches, 61 strikes. Aaron Nola would pitch into the seventh inning, would not get out of the seventh inning because he... Got the first two outs, then walked J.J. Bladé. At that point, Jose Alvarado was summoned from the bullpen. Alvarado, the flamethrowing lefty, struck out Miguel Rojas and got us into the bottom of the seventh, still with the Phillies leading 2-1. to one. That would be the score into the eighth inning. Brad Hand began the inning by hitting pinch hitter Charles LeBlanc on the back foot. Marlins had the tying man on. John Birdie followed with a single-putting man at first and second. Joey Wendell dropped down just the fourth Marlins sacrifice bunt of the season. That advanced runners to second and third with one out in the eighth inning. Tying man 90 feet away. At that point, Brian Anderson coming up. Brad Hand pulled from the game. The right-hander Connor Brogdon on to face Andy. Tying man 90 feet away. On a single in the fourth. And the first pitch is in the air. Right center field. Harper and Veerling converge. And Harper makes the catch. They get tangled up. Throw goes toward third base. Coming home, LeBlanc. He's going to score. It's a sack fly for Brian Anderson to tie the game at two. So the Marlins had gotten Uzlardo off the hook with that game-tying run. Aaron Nola wouldn't get a win. This one would be determined by the bullpens. That was the only run the Marlins would score in that eighth inning. So 2-2 into the bottom of the eighth. Steven Okert issued a one-out walk to Edmundo Sosa, who was on base all three times tonight. But he came back to strike out Kyle Schwarber, and he got Reese Hoskins to ground to third. We went to the ninth, deadlocked to two tonight here in Philadelphia. David Robertson, the Phillies' closer, came on. He walked the first man, Garrett Cooper. Luke Williams pinch ran. Nick Fortes struck out for the first out with J.J. Bladé at the plate. Williams tried to steal second base on a 3-0 pitch, and J.T. Realmuto gunned him down. It was the second Marlin caught stealing by Realmuto tonight. J.T. now leads Major League Baseball with 26 attempted base stealers gunned down. That was the second out in the inning. Miguel Rojas followed with a single. So after Bladé walked and Rojas singled, the Marlins had men at first and second in a tie game, two outs in the ninth inning. But Charles LeBlanc hit a fly ball to center, and we went to the last of the ninth, still deadlocked at two here in Philadelphia tonight. Tommy Nance got the ninth inning and got the first out. Alec Boma fly ball to left field. But then, with one out and nobody on, up step Bryce Harper. 2-1 is in the air, shallow left. Anderson a long way to go. And he's going to stumble, and he can't make the catch. He slipped. Now Harper trying for second to throw. He is safe just barely. Andy, it looked like he got there right at the foul line, but he lost his footing. 
We had the rain earlier in the night. We had rain all day here in Philadelphia, and Anderson slipped. Harper ends up with a double. Winning yeah. man is at second. And you know what? So you had a runner at second, the winning man with one out in the bottom of the ninth inning. First base open. JT Romuto was walked intentionally. Phillies two on, one out, and Gene Segura with a chance to be a hero. The 0-1, and Segura lines one to right field. That's a base hit. They're going to wave the runner, Harper. The throw to the plate from Garcia. Not in time. Harper scores. Segura, a walk-off hit. The Phillies win it 3-2 in the bottom of the ninth. For the Marlins, an eighth straight loss. For the Marlins, a fourth straight loss on this road trip, a second walk-off loss on this trip. Saturday night, game two in Atlanta, and tonight, game one here in Philadelphia. Phillies three, Miami two. For Philadelphia, three runs, six hits, no errors, five left. For the Marlins, two runs, six hits, no errors, seven left. David Robertson, the winner out of the bullpen for the Phillies, four and two. Tommy Nance, the loser for Miami, 0 and three. Time of the ball game, three hours, six minutes. The Phillies with the victory snap a three-game slide. They win for the second time in their last eight games and improve to 74-61 and 61 on the season now. They're 40-30 and 30 here at home. They began the night tied with the Padres for the second and third wildcard spots in the National League. We'll check on the Padres coming up a little bit later on on the 10th inning show. As for the Marlins, an eighth straight loss. They've now lost 10 of 11. They are 16-39 and 39 over the last 55 games, going back to July 6th, and 20 under overall, 59 wins, 79 losses. With this loss here tonight, the Marlins fall to 29-41 and 41 on the road. It's an eighth straight loss for the Marlins, their longest losing streak since August 16th through August 24th of last season. It's the 11th time in club history the Marlins have lost at least Eight consecutive games. The club record is an 11-game losing streak. That's happened on three occasions, twice in 1998 and once in 2011. Now it's eight straight losses for the Marlins. For Miami, in losing 3-2, a ninth straight game in which the Marlins have scored two runs or fewer. That's a club record. It's the longest streak by any team in Major League Baseball here in 2022. For Miami, another one-run loss, number 31 on the season. The Marlins have played a major league high 52 one-run games. They have lost a major league high 31 one-run games. The 31 one-run losses are the fourth most in club history and still a ways to go here in this 2022 season. For the Marlins, their 10th walk-off loss of the season as they come up short in Philadelphia tonight. Phillies take it by the final of 3-2. Marlins pitchers struck out 10 Phillies batters tonight. The Marlins and Auto Nation working together to strike out cancer in our communities again this season. Every time Marlins pitcher records a strikeout, $25 is donated to Auto Nation's Driving Initiative to strike out or to support cancer research. 10Ks tonight, $250 for the season now. 1,179 strikeouts by the Miami staff, $29,475 to Auto Nation's Drive Pink Initiative. Tough loss for the Marlins. Phillies walk them off in the ninth inning. Uh, Lazardo was great. A little tough luck there in the ninth, but really the end of the day, at the end of the day, I should say, uh, and the moral of the story is just simply a lack of offense again this evening. Uh, let's hear from Marlins manager Don Mattingly after the loss last night. 
Donnie, a bit of a bad break there in the ninth with, with Andy, but a hard-fought game, a lot of good pitching. How would you sum this one up? Uh, yeah, definitely. You know, good game. Uh, Zeus threw the ball good all day. Um, actually had a couple of chances, so I'd say it's one of those games that, you know, obviously can go either way. You get a little tough break, Andy slips on that ball in the ninth, and they end up double there. Uh, yeah. Luzardo, nice bounce back game at Slider. Looked like it was fantastic. I think seven of those nine strikeouts came out on that pitch. What would you say was the biggest difference between last time start and tonight here? Just on the attack for me. Back to Zeus being on the attack. You could tell the intent was good. He was going right after guys, basically, you know, forcing the forcing them to swing the bat. It's uh, happy with that. The play there with Fortes in the six, from our understanding. They said he was in the lane. Is that correct? And did you have a chance to take a look at that and your thoughts? Yeah, I did look at it. I I would disagree, but I know they're cracking down on it from the standpoint of where guys are setting up. But to me, I went and just looked at it. He looks like he's on the inside of the line. He's got a plate to slide to. The ball, basically, you're allowed to move to catch the ball unless they've changed it. Um, so it, to me, it's... I talked to James. He's going to look talk to the replay guy, see what they're seeing or what they're saying on it. He's going to look at it too. So we'll, I guess we'll get better clarification tomorrow. How more can you possibly do as a catcher with your neck? I mean, there's only a certain way to play that ball, right? I mean, that's. I mean, for me, I know we we do, we don't want the collisions. Obviously, we we want to stay away from that. Um, but from what you know, I know that we teach. You want to give a lane. Uh, and you got to move to catch the ball, right? Or you don't have to move to catch the ball, but that, that's a ball that, you know, the runner's running inside the line. The ball's going to be, ball's going to be tight. Um, yeah, I like to, I like to hear what their interpretation of it is at least. Now on the other side, Andy's throw to be able to get there to make it a chance for the play to see how he was able to make that strike. No, he, the guy's out, and just you know they're calling obviously the, the blocking rule or whatever they call it. Uh, Luke Williams uh, going to steal when I think it was 3-0 on JJ. You okay with that move? Or, or yeah, we're, I mean, we're trying to win a game. And sometimes 3-0, the guy is probably the best time to to run. So, uh, yeah, we're going to be aggressive. Luke's in there to get that bag if he can. Um, Robertson, for the most part, was slide-stepping. He, he, you know, he got him with 3-0 that he wants to throw a strike. So he picks the leg up. We had a good shot. You know, JT just made a really nice play. Probably a larger discussion here, Donnie, but analytically in today's day and age, a lot of folks would say 3 is a great chance to swing, get a great pitch to hit. Would yeah. you like to see it more? I mean, I, you know, where do you where do you stand on that? A lot of 3 0 oh, counts. Oh, he was it. green. He was he was right. He was, you know, you got you know, certain guys are comfortable swinging 3 0, certain guys are not. But um, yeah, I think it's a good pitch to hit if, you, if you're one of those guys that like it. A lot of hard hit ball outs for the for, for hitting side of the game today. Does it feel like the team is just unable to get a ball to just like go through a gap and get through for a big hit? Does it feel like everything's just being caught on a line? Uh, I, I don't know about that. Um, you know, I felt like we did hit some balls good today. You know, Coops hit, hit a couple of balls good. The ball to left, to Swarber, ball to center, he hits good. Avi lines out. I, th I think we did have some hard hit balls today. I, I can't say that over the past, you know, week that we've just been hitting lasers everywhere. Uh, but today it did seem like I felt like we did hit the ball good. Uh, just didn't get a lot to fall today. 
Yeah, obvious first game in more than a month. You mentioned already hit ball, but you also saw I think twenty nine pitches and four at bats. I've not seen pitching for a month. I mean, how big was that and what did you see from him and how much did that helped get a guy like Nola out of the game? Uh I'm not sure how much it, obviously when you see a lot of pitches you're gonna push a guy forward, you know, getting them out today's game, you're gonna take him out. Uh I thought Avi looked pretty good. Uh, honestly he he like I said he scalds that first ball. Uh, his at bats were a lot of foul off. You know, he fouled some balls off and tough at bats. Uh, I thought he looked good. That was Marlins manager Don Mattingly after the Marlins lost to the Phillies. Miami now 55 and 79 on the 2022 season. Game two of this series comes your way at 645 tonight. Trevor Rogers versus the lefty Bailey Falter will hit the air at 615 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you find some time to join us on the Marlins radio network driven by AutoNation.